are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. And you're Lissy Sombrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can also email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays lose an extra innings to the Washington Nationals by a score of nine to seven in. Another long game, this one, uh, four hours and change. So there we go. The Rays go into their off day with a disappointing loss in one sense, but also I do kind of appreciate the fact that they just kind of kept battling and battling from behind before ultimately losing things there. Oh, I mean, yeah, you got to take the silver lining here and, and and look at the whole game and say, you know what? They kept battling. They were always kind of, kind of down on the score, at least for most of the game, and Look, by the eighth inning, when they were down 5-3, you kind of wrote this one to the Nationals, yeah. and they came back. Uh, we got to see a couple of cool things happen. But I don't know where you want to take this. You want to take this uh, positively? You want to take this the negative way? Which way do you want to, like, highlight first? Look, I think there's both positives and negatives to take away. I guess on the positive end, you mentioned it, the eighth inning, what Taylor Walls and Joey Wendell were able to do. And Joey Wendell, again, we talk about it frequently, but he does, he still is somehow undervalued and he still keeps coming in clutch in big ways consistently, yeah. this time a pinch hit homer. And he also did damage in extra innings as well. He is actually, uh, for those keeping score at home, he leads the team, leads all position players on the Rays in war. And he's also basically top 30 in all of baseball, like right behind Rafael Devers, Aaron Judge, guys of that ilk. And yet he probably won't be named the all-star team or won't be a first vote-in type. That, that's just Joey Robbery. Wendell for you right there. That, that's criminal, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, I love that you say that because I think within the same fandom, people would be willing to just kind of um, part with Joey no matter what. And it's, it's unfortunate because like, he has been doing such a terrific job in 2021, especially in April when the offense was really scuffling. I don't know where the Rays would be right now. Uh, mm -hmm. April was bad offensively for the Rays. <laughs> what if they don't have 320 average and, and 130 OPS plus from Joey Wendell? They're, I mean, right. they're not in the same situation. So, yeah, that's that's great to see. Walls, of course. If I'm going to go boomer here, uh, but okay. I think I'm right. So uh, <laughs> I, really don't I think care. I know where you're going, but go ahead. Okay. Um, look, I got on Willie earlier in the season. Yes. I, I, I got to do the same thing to Randy here. Mm -hmm. uh, but I love that there was the opportunity to learn within the same game. And he did. And I'm talking about 
in the, I, I think this was in the second, no, first inning. I think it was in first the first inning. inning. It was, yeah. it was right where the Rays had an opportunity to get a little insurance run there and really and, change the complexion of the game possibly. And he opted to look cool in front of his boys and look at the dugout and walk it and hold a bat. And then he ended up looking foolish at first base uh, with a, basically a non-double. I, I, I just can't accept that. I just, I really can't uh, look if you're going to strut and if you're going to look at the dugout and punch your chest, you better know it's going out. And, and I don't think players really have gauged that correctly with mm-hmm. this ball change. Uh, guys, you better have hit it right on the nose. You better have felt like damn Pete Alonzo. Okay. You better yeah. have felt like Giancarlo Stanton after hitting that ball, because if not hustle and you know what, Joey Wendell, and, and Taylor Walls, when they hit their, their home run, did they look less cool because they ran out the box? Nah, they look pretty cool. You know why? Because right. it's still a home run. It's still a home run. No matter if you walk it or if you, or if you hustle out of the box, it's still a home run. You're still going to get a cool moment. Stop it. Thank, thank, thankfully, he had the opportunity. And then guess what? He has the wheels. He turned it into a triple. Yes. I, I mean, this is this is what uh, – it, it was good to see the, the turnaround, but it really did bother me a lot in the first inning. That honestly could have been the game there. That really could have been something. And it was good the second time around. He, what, he had the opportunity to make up for his mistake because even though he did – crushed that ball and it did stay in the ballpark, but he was running right out of the gate, right out of the box. He was sprinting right away, but you could have had in the first inning, a situation where he's on second. I think Meadows is on third, no outs. I mean, it's, it's very possible that Randy could have been on third some way or another, whether it be through a bunt sack fly, stealing a bag with less than two outs. And, and that really could have, that could have been a, a big thing right there. I guess if we're staying on negatives here, uh, what was your take on uh, Shane McClanahan, a.k.a. Meatball McClanahan, according to uh, listener Chris Winston, which, by the way, I should note that nickname is terribly unfair, but terribly hilarious as well. I, yes. I, it has a ring to it. I guess you could say McClanahan, uh, in his last start, he was a little bit of a meathead. So you had meathead McClanahan, and now you have – Meatball McClanahan. But again, let's remember, he is a rookie. I think we sometimes put too much, I'll, I'll just say this and I'll let you take on, but uh, we we have to realize he's a rookie and things are going to happen and adjustments are going to be made and not every outing is going to be a gym just because this guy has electric stuff. You know, the moment this guy was called up, people are out there saying on, on Twitter and social media, oh, the Rays have the, the best one-two tandem, the best one-two duo in the American League or in baseball. It's like, let's hold the phone uh, on that. Let, let's see McClanahan after he gets 30, 40, 50, 60 starts under his belt before we make that determination of him being a true number two alongside Tyler Glass now. A hundred percent. And, uh, you know, to go further there, uh, the yeah, the meatball McClanahan nickname is really funny. Uh, but yeah, maybe a little bit. Somebody, of, but, somebody but copy of a, a copy of a meatball and then and put, put it on on, head. on McClanahan's head. Yes. Oh there my go. gosh. Okay. Chris, I know some, somebody I know some on people. Twitter, please, please make please that graphic. Austin Holloway, it, you have yeah. the full reign to do that. <laughs> um, so no, going back to uh, I look, he if you look at his um his spray chart, his his strike zone chart, yeah, from yesterday. 
he was just not around the zone at all, a, a lot. He was just missing and missing badly. And I think I, I, in the in the in the presser after the game, he says that um, he didn't really has had the first pitch strike uh, yesterday really working for him. If you look at all at his at, at his strike percentage yesterday, it was like five point five points below league average. He was sitting around 58 percent strike mm-hmm. percentage. So he just didn't have it yesterday. But uh, I think in his case, I would rather him be meatball McClanahan against the Washington nationals than against Norfolk or whatever is a triple a team. Like I, I, I don't need him being meatball in, in triple a we need him here. So yeah. I, I take his lumps. I don't care. I, and you know what, again, this is just like last week we were talking about a learning opportunity in the, in the, in the fourth inning bases loaded. Let's try to see him get out of the jam. I think it was great to get him out yeah of this game. He just didn't have it. And that is okay. Sometimes pitchers don't have it. They're not machines. And also some of it, I know that the nationals, they got a couple players here and there, but the thing with them is they got a bunch of veterans, a guy, uh, guys who have been in the league forever. And this is probably bad to say because Ryan Zimmerman did hit two home runs and he's been playing well this season as have so many others, but like this nationals nationals team, I feel like would be, would have been like great in 2013 or 2014. But now it's like a lot of these guys are on their way down and not the same players between, you know, Zimmerman and John Lester and wow, lost my microphone there. Oh my (laughs) gosh. I should, I should use my headset there. I had a uh, microphone malfunction, but you get my point there with a lot of guys that are like in their mid thirties. And this is a team that's, that's 10 games under 500, but they still have some professional hitters who've been around the block. A little bit uh, with that. Uh, one final thing uh, that I do want to note again, not to be totally Debbie Downer here, but uh, kind of keeping track. Brandon Lau, 0 for 5 again, three strikeouts. Uh, at least the uh, Rays did move him down in the lineup to seventh, I believe, but uh, it doesn't help when, like, immediately you're behind 1 2, 2 2, I, and then you're I, expanding I, the zone and you get pitches up and away, down in a way that you can't handle that you either turn into a dribbler or you miss completely. And that is what's been happening with Brandon Lau, who again, keeping score at home, he is batting 188 with a 658 OPS. Not, no, as, as a friend of mine would say, no boy, no, uh, yeah. look, you, I'm, I'm losing, I'm, I'm losing, um, my patience there when, when I see him on the lineup, I really do. And uh, I, I know this is, <laughs> I know a lot of people are still on the, on the Brandon Lau wagon. And I understand that. I just, I need to see him a little bit less. I need to see him a little bit less. And I think this is a guy who will press. He showed that last year. And I don't think Kevin Cash is doing the right thing, by just putting him out in the lineup constantly, like no. And again, with the lefties, I don't care if it's the eighth, I think maybe um, um, I'm misremembering the the bench uh, right now. And maybe there wasn't somebody who could play second base because I think Brasso was in the lineup and then Wendell went in for Brasso. So maybe nobody could play uh, for Brandon Lau, but Lau against hand. Come on. That was, that had disaster written all over it, all over it. Uh, So I'm I'm losing my, my, my patience with Brandon Lau. I don't know when that time will come. But it's it's June tenth. It's so I mean, come so on. So you say you know give him a breather, give him a break, not put him in the lineup. 
I mean, he does still have to play at the end of the day and figure things out. So does that mean send him to AAA? Because that doesn't leave a lot of options there. Or it's just going to be 100% exclusively uh, if there is a starting lefty on the mound, you're not going to be in the, the game to start the game. Uh, you're not going to be in the oh, lineup to start the 100%, game. 100%. 100. There's a lefty starting. You, uh, he's riding the pine. No way. You're No way. No way. Uh, and then even if it's the sixth, seventh inning and the bench, the bench is still available and a lefty comes on for, for Brendan Lau in the sixth or seventh for, for a reliever, get him out of there. And like no more, yeah. no more. Do you face lefties? Like I want, I want Brendan Lau to be treated like Matt Joyce in 2010, 2011, 2012 with Joe Madden, which I think uh, to some point it was, it was kind of uh fair, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not facing lefties. That's exactly what I want. I Brendan Lau is not showing any life against lefties. Of course, I, I have set the lineup thing. Move him down the lineup. I think seventh is a great spot for him right now. But it's a lot, man. It, it's a lot this? to see him struggle. How about this? Against lefties, because I feel like if you do that, and I don't totally disagree with you, but then you run into a thing. Well, what do you do about Kevin Kiermeyer in that sense? I know different players as far as defensive prowess, but Brandon Lau has made a lot of plays at second base this season to his point. Maybe it's one of those things where there is some middle ground of if there is a lefty, I'm sorry, B Lau, but you're batting nine. That way you might only see this guy once that might have to be a course of action there, because I feel like then you're getting into a game because I mean, there's a, there's a lot of other guys that that can't hit lefties or righties as well, and you really have to to pick your spots with all that. And I think, um, but he's like yes, two for fifty. He's like two for fifty against lefties. Yeah. So like, how, I think it's four how, for sixty one. So oh, pretty big. Yeah, very. Uh, let's just say no bueno. Yes, on that note, I get so that. so so so. I mean, like, I don't think there's anybody worse against lefties right now than Brandon Lau. So even if you if you put whoever else you put against a lefty. Yeah. The Rays are usually not going to be a, a lefty killer machine, but that's, that's somebody whose numbers have proven he cannot hit lefties at least in 2021. And as per the defensive aspect, yes, he, he actually has given a lot of value defensively this year, but let's not get ahead of ourselves in comparing him to the greatest right. center fielder of the major leagues for the last eight years. That is true. Um, yeah, it's a tough thing with Brandon Lau and what to do with him. Uh, at some point, it might have to get figured out and situated. And it's not like he went 0 for 5 against all lefties yesterday. I think nope. two or three of his at-bats were against righties as well. So, okay, uh, Stat Hero. It is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Stat Hero gives you multi-day fantasy survivor contest for all sports all year long see the competition ahead of time pick the lineup you think you can beat and go head to head with no pool of opponents go to stathero.com slash locked on sign up for free and right now you can get three times back on your first play again they're giving you a 300 percent match that is absolutely unheard of so go to stathero.com slash locked on again stathero.com slash locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n 
Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low as well. RockAuto.com always, always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines tend to do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it doesn't require membership or account login either. In fact, they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all, see all the parts, all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And have you ever used spider attack while pitching? Um, I don't. I don't know. I I, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that. To be honest. Um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players from the last generation of players to this generation of players. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And, and, uh, I've stood pretty, stood pretty firm in, in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. And this is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so if MLB wants to, you know, legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction. Okay, Ulysses, those were the comments of Garrett Cole. Uh, Garrett Cole needs to lawyer up. He needs a oh. he needs a, a PR class, a PR rep. In fact, believe it or not, I'm going to come out here and say what Garrett Cole did is uh, players should be bowing to him right now. They should be genuflecting in his direction because he took the fall. He did th- this whole thing. Now that this has come out, every team and their PR staff is going to every single player and saying. If you get asked this question, that question, the other question, a question in response to Garrett Cole, this is what you say. And I think it's also, this basically has marked the end of the Zoom interview for baseball players, which they absolutely despise. So Garrett Cole, I'm going to give you a tip of the hat because you actually, your your non-answer, diarrhea of the mouth, whatever that was, helps pretty much every other player out in this scenario. Well, because you you mean because he set the bar so low? I mean, that was such an awful, awful answer. Exactly. It was awful, so it's good for everybody else. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was that was a pretty shocking uh, video when I first saw it. I, I, I couldn't believe it because uh, this is a guy who is not unfamiliar with the spotlight. You know, right. when you when you when you sign a contract for three hundred and twenty four million dollars. Uh, you are used to the cameras. When you play for the Yankees, you're used to the questions. And this has been rumbling around the mill for a while now, uh, you know, with with, with the athletic uh, 
investigative journalism and all that that's happening. And people are talking about it on podcasts. And then, I mean, he's not an idiot. He's a smart, intelligent, right. intelligent guy. So the diary of the mouth, like it, it was deer in the headlights. If you don't, if you, uh, you know, that was actually one of the first like Americanisms, you know, that mm-hmm. I learned deer in the headlights. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. That's, that's deer in the headlights right there when he gets asked that. Um, look, uh, the spider tech thing, it's. Yeah. What's your take on this whole like foreign substance, spider tech, all these terms. It's the new pandemic. This is what we're taught. This is like, oh, I finally learned what pandemic means. Now we're learning what uh, spider tech means for all intents yeah. and purposes with all this investigative stuff and all the the talk coming about as of late. Uh, I don't like it. I, I feel like I think the 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 biggest thing that we've heard from the last 10 years is like, oh, the substance, you know, it helps tact. Oh, the hitters like it because, you know, they're not going to get hit in the head and all that. But mm-hmm. there's a line. I mean, the right. spider tack thing is freaking cement holder. I mean, it's it's not pine tar. It's not Ross and it's not sunscreen. Like those are the things that, you know, baseball players have been used to being okay with and, and, and that they literally help the grip, but they don't add any spin to the ball. They don't actually, they're not performance enhancers because this is what it is. Spider tech is literally enhancing their performance. And, you know, Eno Saris has this really cool uh, metric. It's called stuff plus, which mm-hmm. takes a hundred as an average for measuring a, a pitcher's quality um, a, a, of their pitches he says it can add up to 500 RPMs using this stuff on average, which means it can improve their stuff by 30%. Their breaking stuff, their sliders, their curveballs. And what have we talked about this whole year? We've seen more sliders. We've seen more curveballs. We've seen more breaking stuff. It's because it's rampant around the league using this stuff. So it's actually right. enhancing their performance. I, 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 I don't like it. And I think... Obviously, because it's MLB, they've kind of let it simmer and simmer and simmer. Before it becomes a huge issue. Boiling. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's the steroid era. It's the whole cheating scandal again. MLB has not learned to cut things right when they happen. Like, hey, hey, we're not doing that. And the, right. and the worst thing about it is they literally have a rule. MLB's rule 6.02. It says no player is permitted to intentionally damage the face or discolor the baseball by rubbing it with any type of foreign item or substance. Yeah. They have the rule. Enforce it. That's what they should have been doing for years and years and years. Yes. Now, now I think it, here's my theory. I don't know if this has been reported or what. I have not like read every single, I don't have a subscription to the athletic, so I really can't speak as to what they have reported on. But I feel like with the advent of all these pitching labs and you have all these high-speed cameras and slow-mo cameras and everything that can measure anything and everything that during the pandemic, during these layoffs, like it was tinker time. It was, let me see what I can do. Let me see if, if I put this substance on or I add a little bit of this or that uh, how much more can I increase my velocity or spin uh-huh. rate or vertical or horizontal movement? And these pitchers have found, okay, this is the perfect combination that I yep. can use to be the most effective possible. And now it is really becoming a problem. And again, typically I, I'm on your line with this. I don't have a problem with, okay, the rosin bag, a little bit of pine tar. I mean, we know Tyler Glass now he's in, in the past, he's always rubbing his fingers through his hair. 
in in an interesting way. Like a lot of these players have been doing things to doctor the baseball. It's it's been around forever. Just like you know, in the NBA, at some point, everybody is uh, traveling uh, yeah. or, or walking, and that doesn't get called on them. You know, the right. NHL, we always know there's a guy, there's uh, one guy who's on the roster who who's uh, the crapster. He He's a goon. He's there to start fights and pick fights. Yeah. That's what he does. Uh, NHL, they've got, you know, the, the amount of unsportsmanlike conducts that should be called within dog piles called after a fumble not, recovery. Not called. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, but I feel like, again, getting ahead of this should have been why I don't know if this all really started after the whole Joe West thing where he removed or confiscated the the hat of the Cardinals pitcher. And then that really made everything come to light. But this should have if you're the MLB and the guys who run this organization, you should have made this crystal clear months ago before spring training and saying, okay, we know this hasn't, we haven't really enforced it. We've really let it slid or slide. We're going to crack down. We're going to crack down hard. So be prepared as opposed to uh, mid June or early June that this is all now you're forcing everybody to change up what they've been doing. And honestly, I, I don't see, I feel like this can be solved pretty quickly. Like just have uh, okay, you, you have the rosin back. Maybe have some sort of other certified substance, a little bit of pine tar mixed with whatever that pitchers can use, a little drib or drab of. But I feel like th- this problem can be easily solved by the old, uh, the old uh, pat down, the old TSA search. Like just in between innings, <laughs> sure, have an umpire but- or MLB official. Okay, we're checking you before you get to the mound. We're checking your belt. We're checking your hat. We're checking your 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 shoes we're, we're checking yeah. your socks we're, we're checking everything okay you're you know what you're, you're good you're to go. good to go go ahead and, yeah. and that's it i feel like that kind of solves it right there yeah 100 but you can also like you know quote unquote legalize the, the pine tar or legalize sunscreen or you know have it available so that they don't have to resort to the oh it's only for my grip or whatever right. the hell because it's not just adding it's actually enhancing your performance and mike schiltz uh the Car- cardinals manager kind of let out a a, a, a big uh 10 minute discussion there. Like the guys are actually cheating. Like this is actively cheating and MLB is permitting it. And, and JT real Mudo uh, came out too in the athletic. Um, I think a, a couple of weeks back saying like, yeah, I don't know how far this needs to go for MLB to do something. You, you, you can't do this. They, they were passing around a rookie's first head ball. And like, it was still sticky, man. It was yeah. still sticky. Like this is a problem. This is a problem, and and we can talk about the 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 rampant use of of uppercut swings lately, and 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 hitters the approach not really going for contact but going for the long ball. Sure, that is a part of the game. But when these guys maybe they're doing that because the other right. guys on the hill are doing spider tack stuff, and like this the only way that, that it's all. Either I get a home run and I, I I hit him where it hurts, or you know I ground out to second. I'd I'd rather I'd rather have the strikeout numbers in on my corner, but have you know the, the big OPS because that's what you know front offices are, are 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 looking at. I don't know. I think something has to be done, but of course with MLB this is going to take a while. They had a, a front office or owners meeting with with MLB with Manfred. Right. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, I, I think, you know, two things have to happen. What you said, pat them down or something like that. 
uh, and, and number two, maybe start to be okay with pine tar use uh, yeah. in front. Like you have a rosin bag, have some pine tar thing right there or some sunscreen. So, you know, it's, it's visible. I think yeah. all of baseball players are okay with those things in the past, right. not this stuff. Pine tars and pat downs. That's what it is. Okay. That, uh, th- there we go. Like a little, Hey, this is okay. You can, whatever it's mixed with something that I, we just need a little something to get a little group grip. And, and we go from there. We actually have a, a question from Brian Stark on this, which we'll get to, but uh, Ulysses, you are the betting aficionado, right? So you, that means uh, you love bet online. I do. And bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. People baseball season is in full swing, just like spider tack. And you can track all of that action at bet online, get all the latest news, odds, and information for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop and mobile device Check out all the great sporting news, sign up, bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines, people. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code is locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Get on Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Okay, uh, this question again from Brian Stark regarding uh, the sticky substances. He asked us, uh, do we think any pitchers on the Rays, doesn't have to be anyone in specific, will be drastically affected by the crackdown on foreign substances that is on the horizon? Subsequently, do we think a team like, I don't know, the Yankees may be in some trouble? Uh, I think that's very difficult uh, to say, cause, um, you know, I, this has been going on for so many years that even right. though Statcast has started using spin rate as a function to, to track since 2015, a lot of players have been using it since the minors. So like either RPMs have been that you, you won't be able to track. Oh, that's a big jump. Right. I can't really do that. So it's difficult. I, I hope not for, for, for being a race fan sake. I hope not, but you know, if it is rampant around the game, the race have really good pitching. They're not the best though. That, that is something we have to note. The yeah. Rays are not the best pitching staff in, in the major leagues. They might have the ceiling to be, but yes. the numbers show that they're not the best. And that's something that we have to um, definitely say. I hope not, man. I hope not, Brian, right. but um, anything's possible. I really, I really don't know. Uh, there is a Sports Illustrated story on pitchers using sticky substances on their fingertips to increase spin rates on fastballs, and that article listed the Rays eighth among teams with notable increases, along with the Dodgers, White Sox, Red Sox, Nationals, Yankees, Orioles, Blue Jays, Royals, and Mets. Interestingly, the uh, do I see the Astros on here? No, I don't see them in the <laughs> top eight. How about that? Here, here's my rule. Okay. Uh, here's another addendum. Yeah, the, to, or, the Orioles are there. Yeah, like, the, yeah. Well, here, I would say this about, I don't know how accurate these, I, I mean, I think the numbers are accurate, but how do they go about this study? Because the Rays change pitchers all the time. Are they comparing yes. the 2020 and 2019 teams to 2021? Because that's a 
totally collective different group or are they Good comparing point. each player on okay this is what glass now's was in 2019 this is what it is in 2021 this is what yarbrough's was in 2019 2021 so on because i feel like if you're just aggregating these spin rates i mean <laughs> that's totally not the way to go about it and i wouldn't be surprised right. if they totally bungled that thing because uh again speaking from experience journalists media types sometimes aren't the best with the statistics and math portion of things and getting percentages <laughs> and figures correct, just throwing that out there. Um, look, I think everybody, this is a wake-up call for everybody. I think it's it's really tough to tell, you know, this one team does it more than the other. Let me say this, though, on kind of a joking standpoint. Here's my addendum to, okay, pat-downs, you, you have some sort of additional thing with the rosin bag. Uh, against the Astros, use whatever you want, whatever type of as much spider tack in the world. You want to lather it. You want to yes. dip that ball yes. in a packet of spider tack. Go ahead yes. and do it because it's do against it. the Astros for Honestly, a season, that, at least for this season. Yeah. For the rest of the season, you get a reprieve. This is your yes. cheating year. This is your you get go. back year against the Astros. And they're a 100%. damn good hitting team. So we need some help with that. So. Only only the Astros get pa- pa- uh, tar and pa- Pat Downs while everybody gets a spider tag for 2021. That should have been, um, you know, in, in the Manfred manifesto uh, from, from last year. Look, man, uh, yeah, I hope not. But, you know, yeah. you never know. You really never know. By the way, uh, th- this is how organic this show is. I, I would, uh, in front of everybody, I think the title of this show should be tar and Pat Downs. There, there we go. go. I thought it was going to be Manfred Manifesto because that is a great line. Ooh. Oh, I love you. it. Manfred Manifesto. <laughs> Look, I'm sure MLB will try to find a solution and they'll inevitably screw it up in some yes. way or do something that has a bunch of other unintended consequences. Why do I tend to get that view or thought yeah. on this? But yes, this uh, issue is not going away. On the positive note from all of this, at least, again, uh, no such thing as bad news. This is getting nationwide international attention. This is putting the spotlight on baseball. You don't think ESPN's talking about this, Fox Sports, Yahoo Sports, all I mean, probably traditional, you know, the CNNs and Fox News are are throwing it out there on the ticker as well. So at least it's bringing attention well some some little controversy and some back and forth there. You know what? This is a very similar to what happened with the steroids. It, w- it was rampant for 15 years. Everybody knew it and nobody was talking about it. And then what? 2004, 2005, the Mitchell report comes out when Congress gets involved. I wouldn't be surprised if we were heading that direction where, you know, Congress obviously has nothing better to do than getting in baseball uh, on baseball. time. You know, there's nothing Clearly. else that they need to fix. But no, let's let's talk about baseball. But uh, baseball is that inefficient that they have to get their problem solved by government. Yeah, that's how bad MLB organization is. They have to go to the government to to, to get stuff. Fixed. Maybe because that's of like place. the antitrust exemption that the government thinks they have like, oh, then we can dictate. Right. What you guys do. Maybe there's something. No, just fix that. it. You fix yeah. it, Manfred. Like, stop. Stop being bad at your job. How about that? God. Uh, one last thing. Love your shirt, by the way. Love your oh, shirt you. from Aunt Verdi. You've got a picture of Brett Phillips, airplane arms on the pocket square there. I got yeah. mine of Randy Rosarina. <sighs> I don't know if Randy was running the bases in my image or running them correctly but again uh great shirt and uh we might have to give him a little shout out 
on Twitter. I, I, we'll, we'll tag him in the, the post game there. What is that? Randy Rosarina bobblehead. Man, I have not oh, gotten yeah. a new bobblehead since uh, Blake Snell, since that was provided to me for free. I, I need wow. to step up my bobblehead game. I know. I'm staring at like seven bobbleheads that are no longer in use. So I had to get this. Yeah. Again, that's why. See, I I think you're safe with that one. If uh, (laughs) you try to buy like a Brandon Lau or a Kevin Kiermaier or a Rich Hill one, probably not a smart idea. Again, no. Don't the long haul there. So, uh, okay. That wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today podcast. Hope you all Have a wonderful day, stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Friday with Evan Klosky.